0: Nothing is ever enough where we, you know, I call it that the S curve, where we continuously have to disrupt ourselves. Once we master something, that adrenaline or that dopamine that's in us that has to conquer, we have to then start over to go after that new thing. And that is a serial disruptor. And I think that that is someone that something that we share. Uh, that passion together is is disrupting ourselves time and time again. Hi, my friends. This is Trees, and you are locked in to Unicorn Unleashed. everyone it's treese and it is great to have you back for another episode of unicorn unleashed where you've tuned in because you have a desire to disrupt yourself reimagine yourself and reinvent yourself in this rapidly changing world and Today, I am always excited to have guests, but this special guest, I had an opportunity to meet while on the road this year and in virtual conversations this year with so many organizations, Calendarly. Uh, if you're familiar with Calendly, who's reached I want to say a three billion dollar valuation uh, at this stage, and uh, they are continuing to grow. and And so this year, as they continue to grow, they're tapping into various speakers. and I had an opportunity uh, to speak a few times uh, with the organization, and I have been meeting amazing people like Ariola, who's with us today. Ariola stood out. Uh, in an amazing way. She has an incredible story that we're going to talk about today that I know will inspire each of you, especially if you're someone who has been working um, across multiple industries, have passion uh, to to really engage in many different things. And now you're in this season where everything is all coming together post-pandemic, and you're now ready to unleash something greater and now in search of what in the world is that? When I have all these skills, Adeola, we're gonna bring you in now because you're the one I'm talking about right now, right? You have all (laughs) of these skills, all these abilities, and now you're in this season of greatness where you're ready to unlock and unleash even more value in the spaces that you show up. I'm so happy to have you today. Welcome, and
1: I'm ready to have a conversation. Thank you. It's so glad to see you and to be able to talk today about unleashing our potential. So I'm so excited to get dive into everything.
0: Yeah, I'm excited too. I want you to do me a favor. You know, we always ask, ah, tell us about you. Tell us about yourself. Here's what I would love to know. I'd like to know what season are you in? In this moment, and this time? as we're moving into the new year, I want to know where you're present in this moment.
1: I would say in this moment right now, I'm in this space of embracing all of my gifts. I would say for a very long time, um, I would have described myself as an overachiever or, oh, I was an all-A student or I was good at the things that I tried. Um, But one thing that I was challenged with recently was that being good in a lot of things sometimes may have this notion that you're not an expert in the things that you quote-unquote need to be in. And um, I'm finally in a season in my life right now where I'm embracing the fact that I have a lot of talents in different industries, in different areas, and really the key is that I'm just in a place of embracing it all. Um, as we get into this conversation, I know the the traditional, right, the traditional question of what do you do on a day-to-day basis? What is your, what is a typical day? Well, we're going to talk day-to-day about that anyway. <laughs> um, but I, I would definitely say that I'm in a season of embracing it, embracing all parts of me, embracing who I am and, and what I'm good at and what is important to me. And I think one of the things that is something that ties it all together is that my love of learning and being in a constant state of learning, and I think that's the one thing that ties it all together. Because, like I said, it's different industries, different skill sets, but my desire to continue learning is what keeps me keeps me engaged, keeps me focused. So, and that's
0: you know that's one of the things that we talked about is it's it's like number two, and in, in my big session uh, today is all around tripling the investment and your gifts, and then putting intentional focus on cultivating your uniqueness. And this is what I've really enjoyed in talking with so many people um, on my book, Becoming a Digital Unicorn, because when writing that, I clearly understood the power. Uh, We talk about skill stacking We talk about the ability to be able to invest in yourself so deeply in such an accelerated way that when I come across people like you or incredible women like yourself, who are without even knowing and understanding, you know, from the world of hospitality for you to the world of business law to now cloud born company to nonprofit. And many times we are so immersed in these spaces that we're truly not understanding, you know, the power uh, of being able to stack skills across multiple domains and industries. And so I'd love for you to just share with us your journey. Um, and related, if you'd like uh to some of the things you and I have been talking about uh with becoming a digital unicorn and and how all of that started to shape your experiences now.
1: yeah, so my journey um started off with just a love for people and a love for all things hospitality. And so early on, even before I was in grade school, my family was one that entertained a lot of people. We would always have people over. We'd always share a great meal. And as I got older, I realized that you know if there was a career out here for me to be able to embrace that thing that I love so much, which is make, creating memories of people, that would be awesome. So my journey started, um, or my professional journey started really pursuing um, hospitality as a degree. I worked in restaurants while I was in school. Um, I had awesome internships um, that allowed me to travel the world. Um, I had a chance to work the Olympics early on in my career, like literally just graduating out of college. and I was in London during the 2012 Olympics. It was awesome. Um, and from there, after I graduated and had awesome internships, I had the opportunity to work in a stadium, um, a football stadium where um, we hosted, like right now we're in the middle of college football season. So we've hosted Peach Bowls and Super Bowls and um, all types of events. And in between that- Now,
0: I'm going to pause you sometimes a little bit.
1: Okay. So
0: think about what you've stated so far. Okay. From hospitality. Yes. To working- and and being present at the Olympics yeah. around people and having to have uh, really a rapid way to understand the needs of people mm-hmm. and then being able to connect to them, to guide them, to keep them motivated, excited, and and then to the next stadium. Early in your career, you literally became someone who honed in and, and, and quickly gain the skill of empathy. I want you to think about, and as you're talking and sharing your journey with others, you and I really are going to start connecting dots because early on you became someone who was able to quickly scan the people around you, being engaged being able to understand behaviors understand patterns the patterns of what you see at the olympics is different than in hospitality is going to be different than in the world of football stadium but it's that jointed effort of you being placed in these moments to drive experiences for human beings i want you to really start to immerse yourself in your own story as you go through this journey please continue.
1: Yeah. And so in you just saying that, it actually made me take a step back and realize, you know, outside of the event itself, the thing that popped in my mind were the people that I met and the people that I met while I was working. Um, Because for that Olympic experience, we were working for Coca-Cola but it wasn't just the um company. It was actually individuals worldwide at different Coca-Cola offices that we all came together for the one goal of serving Coca-Cola at zero like at the right temperature just in time. And so I remember the people that I met from South Africa. I remember the people that I met who were from the EU or the Europe, you know, the European offices. Um we also got a chance to meet people who were from Brazil because they were getting ready to get a test run of hosting it in 2016 when it was um, when it was there. And then we also met people from Russia because Sochi and the Winter Olympics as well. And so, you know, outside of like the skill um, of actually, you know, delivering and working with the caterers to make sure that people got their drinks in time, um, I am reminded of what it was like learning literally different cultures. Cause we were like people from Africa, people from Europe, people from South America, um, they all had a different perspective and we were in London. So it was like, not only was I learning how to navigate working with people from different cultures, they too were outside of their comfort zone, right? Or outside of, you know, what they do on a day-to-day basis. So it was just this never ending, again, lesson and learning.
0: I want you to do me a favor, pause real quick. You're doing so good. And the reason why I've got a budge in is because you just had a moment that I've been trying to help people understand Mm -hmm. many times. What happens when people ask what we do, we immediately do what, what, what here's where I've been. Mm -hmm. Here's the power. The power is when you started to reflect and think about the people that you touched, Mm -hmm and how you showed up. Empathetic learning to connect to people in a way that you understood you had to, the cultural piece Mm -hmm. is critical. And early on, not only were you exposed in your ability to be able to make these connections, but being able to make multicultural connections on demand, real-time thinking, real-time response, and real-time empathy, it's a game changer. And so many times we don't take the time to stop and think about not only in the moment that I worked at the Olympics, I worked, no, you didn't just work at the Olympics. You drove experiences for others and connected in real time and being able to drive empathetic experiences through real research, taking that research, showing up every day to add more value in the spaces that, and see, that's the point that we have to get to, to get to a level of differentiation. Because it's no longer good enough for us to show up and think about what we did. It is about the experiences and the value and the impact that we created in each and every moment we've showed up in an atmosphere you
1: see yeah I mean it just puts a whole nother perspective of what it was like because I think even just in conversations it's like oh I did this check this was cool but to really sit back and reflect on who I met like I literally am seeing their faces as I'm talking to you and like memories of you know having to finish a task on time, and then also like how we played with each other, right? Like how we had fun after the shift, like learning about what are the things that are important to them, whether it's the way they celebrate their country winning a particular sport or even just the way they treat people that are older than them. Like there's so many different things from a cultural standpoint that I was able to pick up in that time and it's just like, it just makes the memory of that event that much richer Um, because obviously there were tangible skills that I learned. There was technology that I was exposed to even in that space. Um, What was transformational there was that we used iPads. Um, And again, now it's nothing, but (laughs) back in 2012, like that was the newest (laughs) technology and um, the way their systems and efficiencies flowed Those were the tangible techno skills that I learned. But I also remember what it was like driving around a golf cart from one of my teammates from South Africa. And he's talking about his favorite food. Like that also played into that experience as well. And so think about the listening
0: again, the listening that has to happen so that you are attentive to connect in a very holistic way. And so you're gaining all of these skills. How in the world did you end
1: up in business law? So how did I end up? So fast forward to, you know, working inside of, I would say, a sporting complex because it was a stadium, it was a convention center, as well as an outdoor space that I had the fortunate opportunity to work inside. And my role was primarily sales, as well as some event-related responsibilities, and what I found was while there was a need for someone to actually work the event and someone to actually quote unquote sell the event and get the revenue for the venue, um, 90% of my time was reading contracts. And I enjoyed it. I loved the art of negotiation. I loved actually, you know, getting to know my client and work. Like, I, it was kind of weird because it was like, this is a very difficult plan, Eddie. Like, why are they your friend? And it was like, because I, I really enjoyed the ability to find out what their needs were, know the, you know, the assets we had on hand that we can, you know, come to terms with, and finding a solution that we both were comfortable with. Because I always saw it as, this is not just a tick off my sales goal. Like this person is running their business. They're entrusting their business with us as a venue. Like they're hosting a conference. They have clients and subcontractors that are relying on the success of their event. And, you know, to understand the trust that it takes um, to write a check and say, I'm going to rent out your venue because I believe that this is going to help my business in the future. That, interaction um and it just so happened that a contract was a tool to get to that um solution that is something that I love so much and quite frankly when um it was actually one of those moments where um a coworker now friend of mine suggested that I should go in and get my masters in law cuz i was like what like a lawyer i'm not trying to get anyone out of jail like if anything i'm trying to stay far away from any type (laughs) of correctional (laughs) facility as possible so when law was brought up i was like why like what how does this all come into play but i started to realize well 90 percent of your day is transactional law you are always you know going through contracts, you're looking at a negotiation style, you're trying to find out what we can and can't do. How do we make them happy? And so it took a while. It took a while for me to embrace the ability of one, that I could do it. Um, one, two, that I could afford it, because that's the real thing. Um, but and I then think three- that that's part of the journey, mm-hmm. is our mindset,
0: yeah. our ability to inspire ourselves. Again, This entire podcast is all about how do you move yourself out of the way so that in human potential, humans, we put blockers of worry, of self-doubt, of is this the right time? All the things that will stop us from tapping into our limitless capacity. And so the reason why your story continues to be so unique is because you saw business law of, you know, you saw contract negotiation, all of the things that you prepared for, really it was just this incredible opportunity to extend your unique gifting and being able to connect to people being able to understand that level of real-time thinking, real-time research, real-time listening and understanding. And then you bring all of that together into something unique that made you really powerful in the area of business law. You were not the traditional. It was all of those skills that you brought that differentiated you from the pack. And then you didn't stop there.
1: Talk to us about the (laughs) next venture,
0: because I think that led you to
1: Calendly. Yes. So I will say that the common thread, and I think 2020 did that for a lot of people, because that's actually when I went back. Um, I I started um, taking courses in 2019 and then transitioned into full-time in 2020. And so what really transitioned into the next foray with um, moving into the tech space was really the Um, urgency of having to adapt, hospitality institutions, um, with the exceptions of full service restaurants, were shut down. So it wasn't necessarily a thing where I was like, oh, this makes a lot of sense. I'm going to go into tech. It was like, well, the place that you thought would be able to take your business law skills back to, is not an option right now. And this is that
0: great pivot. Yes, that great pivot moment. And we have, you know, probably about 10 or 15, a little less than 15 minutes, but here's what I really, really wanted us to get back to.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You had this dynamic career journey that has now led you to the space that you do today. Let's talk a bit about what you do at Calendly today. And then we'll, cause I really, really want us to, to start connecting the space that that you're moving towards because nothing is ever enough where we, you know, I call it that the S curve where we continuously have to disrupt ourselves. Once we master something that adrenaline or that dopamine that's in us, that has to conquer, we have to then start over to go after that new thing. And that is a serial disruptor. And I think that that is someone that was something that we share uh, that passion together is is disrupting ourselves time and time again. Uh, let's let's kind of talk about this journey that you're on today uh, with this amazing cloud-born company, and still you're saying to yourself, "There's so much more that I know that I have to achieve."
1: Most definitely, I would say even within the last two years with this company, i literally disrupted myself three different times. Like I've had three different roles already um, with the company, which I love so much. And currently right now I'm in the cybersecurity department um, doing program management. So it's like, I'm learning how to manage the deadlines of other people. Even in my previous roles, it was always like, you have this task to complete, get it done. And now I'm in a space where I'm monitoring the success of projects. I'm looking at the budgets that are necessary to make those projects happen. I'm asking questions about, "Hey, what other resources can I lend to you to help you achieve the goal that you're working on right now?"
0: And so um, you move from, you know, again, <laughs> hospitality yeah. mm-hmm. to the world of of sports and um, um arena to the world of business law. And now Mm -hmm. to the world of cloud and in particular cybersecurity, where you're starting to learn so much and understand, because it's not just about the world of program and managing timelines and managing people. And it really is an entire domain of understanding the power of how we secure infrastructure. How do we secure applications And, and thinking about, Um, constantly and consistently that new world of where we're going with technological advances and how security really plays a role in all of that. And now you're here, present, Mm -hmm. with the work you do with nonprofit. It's endless. And so now you're in a powerful space because all of these things, although they're different spaces that you're walking in, the The opportunity that you have is you're creating a very powerful leader within yourself,
1: right? Yes. And, you know, in our previous conversations, when you said you don't realize how powerful you are, I literally had to like clutch my imaginary pearls like, wait, what? <laughs> because I just, you know, for a while now, it's always felt like you're just doing this over here and you're doing this over there and you're not finishing or you're not. Why they had to be imaginary pearls? <laughs> My real pearls. I love it. <laughs> and um, and it was like, whoa, there's so much power in actually being adaptable. You know, there's power in, you know, finding a niche in a completely different area. It doesn't mean that you're flighty or that you are less committed to the things that you were good at before you found out you were good at something else. Um, and so I would definitely say, you know, that the idea of serial disruption and even just breaking down what your idea of success is, has been the greatest lesson for me.
0: And that's what I've been really encouraging you to do in this season, right? It's that you're moving into this new space and time. See, a new year gives us the opportunity to reset and to reimagine and to reinvent through the power of disruption. You are sitting on fertile ground. You have skills that are so far ranging. And so this is where you and I have really clicked and connected because I've asked you to do some things so that you can unleash your greater power because it's not just about where you've worked, places you've showed up and, and the tasks that you've done. It is about the impact that you've made and what you've gleaned from each of those industries that connect you to being a very powerful being who can connect the dots when it comes to, uh, to accelerating the lives of others. And so from hospitality, your high EQ Your ability to create your creative capacity is off the charts. You understand the power of negotiation, the power of contracts, the power of being able to be in large, big venues with multiple cultures. And what I've asked you to do is to build your personal portfolio. And that is going to inform you of your, what I call your personal assets, very powerful assets that are getting ready to accelerate your financial assets. You're ready to pour the next level of value in the organization that you're in now. And that is where people really need to understand because new roles are being defined. New businesses are being unleashed. There are no limits. So how do you begin to walk in the space of no limitation? That's where you are now. I
1: I sincerely appreciate that because a lot of <clears throat> a lot of my thoughts now revolve around what would you do if you weren't afraid? And when the when I think about the things that used to be barriers to me, right? Like okay, am I really going to go and get this other certification? Am I really going to dedicate my time to help out this nonprofit? It was like, well, if you weren't afraid, would you do it? And then I was like, Yeah. And then it's almost like even asking yourself, you know, if you what would you do if you weren't afraid? It's like, oh well then there's nothing stopping me. It's literally all in my head. It's really always about trying to put something into a box and that defeats the whole, purpose. like you can't unleash anything if you're trying to put it back in the box.
0: And let me be very clear, you disrupted the box a long time ago. Hmm. You have to hear me. The moment that you said that I am going to walk in new spaces that are not even connected, you removed the boundaries. And see, now you're in a very unique situation and this is for so many that are out there. That are trying new things. When you have filled yourself with a very creative capacity, high empathetic capacity, the high ability, you have higher thinking when it comes to understanding constructs, frameworks, structures, because that's what business law teaches you. And now you moved into the world of cloud, cloud-born technologies and cyber. Now you've got to take the time and the moment to start to pull these pieces together to create your own destiny. The next thing that you're going to be doing doesn't even exist, Mm. but you've got to create it and make it so. But if we don't take the time to do the work that you and I are doing, this transformational coaching work that we're doing where you have these set of assignments. Right now, I think your first big assignment is to do exactly what we're doing, is to take each of the different roles that you've, write down every single moment and experience, not the task.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And you put it all in one portfolio. Because it's there in your moment of meditation and time alone, that you're going to be able to explore something so much deeper and so much more significant called purpose. Because there's been a a thread along everything you've been doing and everything you've been doing has been purpose driven. And now we've got to build your new resume, not from your task or from your activities and experiences but for your impact that you've made that if you hadn't shown up in each of these spaces, what wouldn't have happened? Mm. Talk to me about the journey you're on now and, um, and feel free. I know that there were some areas in the book that, that lit you up. I know that we're probably going to running. uh, I think we have uh, maybe, okay. Yeah. But we're going to do about five more minutes, but I really want you to be able to help the audience to truly understand that the journey is its a marathon, number one. This journey of transformation is never-ending. This journey of discovery has no limits from certifications, all these things that you're doing. You're moving into leadership and you're accomplishing so much. And I really want folks to understand that you now have unleashed the limits. You know, I kind of say you you kind of have to <laughs> let yourself go. You got to lay yourself off. You got to, you know, I hate to say fire yourself, but I've had to fire myself this year. Mm. All my self-doubt. I've had to fire my insecurities. I've had to fire all the things that were blocking me from showing up in a greater capacity. Trees had to go. <laughs> mm. yeah, So that the new trees could be birthed and born in a way that I could add greater impact to the world around me. And so let's spend the last few minutes on this journey of where you're where you're heading.
1: Yeah. So there is one um, excerpt from the book that I do want to read that um, helped me get to this space. Um, and it's about cultivating your multiple intelligences. Um, and I'll just read it. It says, in this new economy, business leaders can benefit from digital workers who cultivate their own unique combination of intelligences to unleash abilities that are beyond self-imposed limitations, like you said. Um, In this chapter, we will address the collective power of your emotional intelligence, EQ, creative intelligence, CQ, and digital intelligence, DQ. That together can elevate your career in ways that your technical or functional skills alone can't. That resonated me. It means so much because it forced me to, I guess, fire myself and look <laughs> outside <laughs> of, you know, just the technical roles, the technical skill set and realize like there's different forms of intelligence. And it's almost like you have to embrace all of those forms of intelligence in order to achieve the goal. So,
0: And it's so true. We don't even recognize and realize our capacity and our power. Now imagine here you knew nothing about tech (laughs) and now you roll on over because a lot of people don't understand, number one, that we've already started adopting technologies once we start using our iPhone or our Samsung, whatever Mm -hmm. those, once we start downloading apps, once we start interfacing with all these different capabilities within our smartphones, we're now tech. We're we're digital people. What happens is now technology is being democratized in a way that uh, things are being embedded where it's a lot of click, drag, drop configuration. And so what happens is you now have a, a, I call it the digital capacity, the DQ, that along with the functional things that you do that when you stretch yourself, now you're not just looking at contract negotiation and business law. It's digital business law. And you now have the ability to be able to look at workflows, look at the lives of other people. You now have the ability to take what you did in hospitality and you bring all of that together to breathe life into something new that maybe this is all about designing. You become a designer, a personalized experience, even within blockchain, blockchain Chain is a huge, big world that takes us uh, to really deeply understanding smart contracts, and which is uh, all code <laughs> and really Oof. cool stuff and <laughs> workflows that don't mm-hmm. even need intermediaries. There's no Mm -hmm. limit for you. And I think that that's the key is we've got to continue to expand those multiple intelligences. And so I'm so proud of you uh, for really going deeper uh, to start to expand yourself um, with all the available online um, learnings that there are. I'm
1: just so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, you know, hearing that is just a constant encouragement because I continue to just Draw the thread together. So you and didn't understand. even know that thread. That thread was right off the cut. No. It's kind
0: of like when you, you freestyle <laughs> rapping. That came right off. the, That was, that was right I would <laughs> I what love a, it. I
1: love it.
0: And imagine now you get to go and remember. I said you're not gonna go and sit down and list your experiences. You're getting ready to go create a story, Ariola. Mm-hmm. You're getting ready to go create this beautiful tapestry of all of the experiences that you've been able to thread, just like the way we're talking about now. And this is what I want everyone to, to, no limits. We're done with limitations. We're done with human, our humanness that gets in the way of a spirit of greater innovation that's waiting to be unleashed, yeah?
1: Yes, and it's so exciting.
0: And if there's anything (laughs) final in this journey, this transformational journey that you're on, anything final that you want everyone to know and understand, you've been talking about how powerful it is to just cultivate your ability to show up and be present in the moment. Media, social media, our phones are are disconnecting us even more. But I think that there is so much power When you're able to connect, you know you and I. I said that about you. I we emailed each other, and I felt Mm -hmm. your amazing positive spirit in your email, and I noticed you in email, and then we connected um, on Zoom in the and the sessions that we were in, because your spirit, you brought your present self and amazing energy into each
1: moment. That's power that has to be cultivated. I I love that you said that. And I would definitely say my parting thoughts is understanding that everything that you do has an impact on others. And a lot of the different books that I've been reading and researching after you've assigned it to me, and some of it on my own is realizing that your intention for something drives the impact and the influence of your decision. And I think where I'm trying to be more present in is being aware of what my intentions are. Mm. I know, in terms of our first um, interaction via email, my intention was to find a dynamic individual that could pour into our employee resource group. And so, my intent, like literally, you were the answer to that intention. I wanted them to be um, inspired. I wanted them to be re-energized. I wanted them to see an impactful, influential woman of color. Um, and so all those things were important. And that was what was behind the email. I asked your availability and if you'd be interested, but it really was the intention of I want to make an impact to the organization that I'm working for right now. And so I, I want other people to do the same thing. Is to really sit down and sit with what their intentions are, and the way to get there will come because it was seamless, it was easy. Someone of um, your influence and caliber has a crazy schedule, and I think I think it's actually ironic that it's with a scheduling company, (laughs) but you know, it's like the timing worked out, your ability, you know, and your your excitement to do it was there cuz sometimes you can be available for something and not be really impressed about it it's like okay they want me to talk well i love the culture it.
0: <laughs> i love everything county <laughs> yes, stands that. for i just love the culture the people and and you all embody that and so i listen i am grateful um that we are going to continue this journey we will come back um and there are uh quite a few of you that we want to report back and say in your transformational experience of 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 disrupting yourself reimagining yourself and reinventing yourself as you're going through that journey to come back and share with everyone um how that experience is, is shaping and redefining um, some critical moments that are getting ready to happen for you as you continue your journey of success going into the next year. I'm so proud of you. I'm so grateful to know you. And this has been such beautiful time spent. And thank you so much for your time today.
1: Thank you so much, Trees. All right, I we'll talk about everything. <laughs> <laughs> We'll talk soon. (laughs) Thank
0: you. Bye everyone. We'll see you on the next episode.